Hey, everybody. Welcome to the We're Born for This podcast with Father John Ricardo. That's me. I'm Father John. I am blessed to be the executive director at Acts 29, where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here with my dear sister, teammate, Mary mm-hmm. Guilfoyle. How are you doing, sis? Hey, Father John. I'm doing great. Happy 4th of July Happy to you. Happy 4th of July. Summer is here, and it's a hot one today. <laughs> it is a hot one, yeah. And uh, boy, you know, I just kept thinking this morning as I was praying with uh, Independence Day, the mm-hmm. uh the collect for mass on Sunday was so perfect this week because uh, it talks about being uh, freed from the slavery to sin. You know, so here we are in our country, we're remembering our independence from the tyranny of England. But uh, what Jesus has done for us is he's he's accomplished by his death and resurrection, independence from the tyranny of sin and death and uh, and of the enemy. So and lots to celebrate. A much greater freedom in the grand scale. Yeah. Right? Amen. So, life and life eternal. So hey, what's our topic today? Yeah, so our topic today is bigger than you think. Wow. Hopefully not longer than you imagine, though, <laughs> no, for the podcast, no, right? No, no, not too. So Father, how about we pray? Yeah, let's do that. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Father, we just thank you for the time uh, to be together here right now. We pray that your Holy Spirit would help us to be caught up in the drama that you are writing right now in human history in and through each and every one of us. Lord, I pray that you would protect us from false humility, that you would uh, remind us again and again that there are no bit players in this extraordinary story that you are writing. Help us to step into and to dare to imagine that what you might be doing in and through us is even bigger than we could think or imagine. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name name of the the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. So, Father John, we're celebrating something else other than just the 4th of July weekend, aren't we? Yeah, it's a happy anniversary. This is uh, the beginning of year three with Acts 29. Hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe. Yeah, God has been so extraordinarily good to us. And uh, I don't think, well, nobody would have imagined two years ago that we are in the country or in the church uh, where we are right now. But we certainly couldn't have imagined uh, when we began this uh, ministry or whether when, when God began it. Uh, that we'd be where we are right now. So much to be grateful for. And we Amen. just onboarded two new brothers. Our so family is growing. Yeah, so uh, a shout out to Albert and to Rick. Uh, brothers, we, uh, we're just so grateful to have you guys on our team. We look forward to introducing people to them on our podcast. Uh, we just came out from a, a team offsite where we uh, we onboarded them. It was just a tremendous time and uh, just another instance of God um, showering us with his favor and his blessings. His so, provision. Amen, yeah. Father John. So maybe, you know, you just received, I know we both received a number of texts and emails from people who happened to listen to last week's episode with Archbishop Sample. Um, but maybe you could uh, share a couple of those. So just just a quick encouragement. If people haven't had a chance to listen to this, go back to last week's episode. It's one of the most extraordinary um it's not an interview. It's a it's a conversation that yeah, blessed conversation. us, right? And with uh, one of the great leaders in the church right now, and I think just something that will give so many people encouragement and hope that there are leaders like him in the church right now. What, what were some of the things that you heard yeah. from people? Well, you know, you and I talk often about you know the more that we can get. Um, their voices out there. You know, we're waiting for courageous leadership and an archbishop sample. We have that. And so our listeners uh, um, were, were quick to respond. And, and one particular brother said this. He said, um, 
because we talk about it all the time in our in our ministry. He said vulnerability attracts, mm. especially when it's combined with deep conviction. And the courage to be vulnerable is so massively effective. Um, and so... Uh, I'm just saying my skin is tingling. Yeah, I didn't want to say <laughs> and that. And my spirit's overflowing <laughs> yeah. as I'm listening to Archbishop Sample. And I, he says, the Lord has given him the words, I love this line, that so many of us have been searching for and waiting to hear. You know, how often have we heard uh, the cry of people say, we just want our shepherds to lead. That's right. And so clear, clearly we have a shepherd here. And um, I don't know if my skin was tingling, but as we, as Nick and I and you and I were having this uh, experience of just listening to the interview with uh uh, Archbishop Sample, I, there was clearly an anointing yeah. um, on him, and we felt it in our hearts. And so we just encourage you to, first of all, pray for Archbishop Sample because he's stepping out in extraordinary faith. He is a courageous leader, and he knows how to lead with vulnerability. And second of all, uh, share the podcast with your family and friends, um, just so it can be a source of encouragement to everybody, as yep. we have been encouraged. Absolutely. And, you know, we're blessed, too, to be able to work with Archbishop Aquila in Denver, and uh, I can't say enough about both of these men, just uh, the way they're leading in the church right now. And of course, here we are in the Archdiocese of Detroit. We've got Archbishop Vigneron, who's just a real hero for, for so many of us. I, I, I've, I've said to the Archbishop here, and I've heard other guys say it, uh, you know, like, we, I will run through a wall mm-hmm. for a great leader. You know, and leadership is so rare uh, everywhere. You know, it's not just in the church. It's rare in business. It's rare in politics. It's rare in family life. And so when, when it when it pops up its head and, and it emerges, I mean, people just run especially, to follow. Right, Father John, and especially in days like today, yeah. where there, where, where we are often say, today? where the world and the church are crying, and so it's easy to be discouraged. And uh, so, when you have great leaders stepping out in faith today, um, that is that is a gift from God. Amen. To be sure. So check out the podcast from last week uh, with Archbishop Sample. So today, today's really geared. Not exclusively, but maybe especially for those who work in parish ministry or in diocesan ministry. So you're part of part of a team, hopefully, you know, at least that's how you see yourself. And so we, we just want to entitle this one bigger than you think. And the, the question we would pose to anybody who works in a parish or a diocesan setting is uh, is something as stark as this. Do you think that what you have is a job? Because if you do, um, Ask the Lord to, to convict you and to change your mind because you don't have a job. We have a mission. Yeah, you got All a mission. All of us have a mission. Yeah, and you don't right? just happen to be there in that place. If that's how you think about what you're doing, then you should probably look for, for another line of work, quite honestly. But we, God doesn't call us to do jobs. God calls us. He sets people apart for the work of ministry. And that's why, you know, I think a lot of times— I think what holds us back from this is we have almost a false humility. We think about ourselves, oh, like I'm, I'm nothing. God could never How really could do anything with me. Is me? And, and I am nothing. You know, I'm dust and ashes. And yet I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit and God's given me gifts and he's given everybody gifts. And so, yes, we are at one of the same time, you know, nothing and yet blessed and graced beyond measure by the Lord and Again, there are no bit roles in this drama that God is weaving right now in human history, right? Right. And you know what? It's our response to what he's done for us. That's right. You know, how, how can you possibly give to, back to the Lord all that he has given 
uh, to us. And so one of the ways we do that is we step into mission right. and tell everybody we know about what God has done for us in his son, Jesus. So the, the, the real pointed application to this episode is we were sharing, we, we were fortunate to be able to serve with uh, the amazing parish team at, at one of the conferences that they did recently in Kansas City. And uh, we had shared with everybody who was there an experience that for us was just transformative when we were first beginning Acts 29. And the experience was we were at a conference in Cincinnati back right. in what? 20, 2019. Yeah, I think it was back April 2019. Yep. So it was Easter season. And we were, uh, the, the first reading at Mass that week was from Acts chapter 13. Right. right. So Acts 13, for those of us who don't have the Bible memorized, is the church in Antioch. It's growing. Antioch is where the Christians are first called Christians or where the disciples are first called Christians. And Paul and Barnabas are serving there. They've been serving together for about a year, preaching to the people there, ministering to them. And even though they had been working together for about a year, the beginning of Acts 13 says that while the some of the leaders in the church community were praying together, the Holy Spirit said, set apart Paul and Barnabas for the work of ministry. And so they'd already been working together for some time, and yet something new happened there. The Lord called them to uh, by name, and they began to understand they had been set apart. And we shared with everybody that when we prayed with that passage at Mass, I can remember we were saying Mass mm-hmm. in a hotel room in Cincinnati, right. right? We got done with Mass, and, and I remember just looking at everybody and saying, like, I think the Holy Spirit just wants to tell us what he's going to do is so much bigger than we can imagine. And we shared that with everybody uh, who was at the conference because we think the same thing is true for all of us. Like God wants us to dream big. I remember being at a conference one time, uh, Deacon Steve and I were at it, and the guy said something like, if your, if your plans don't absolutely terrify mm-hmm. you, God's probably mm-hmm. offended. Mm-hmm. You know, because we just dream so small. We're, we just play it safe, right? Yeah. We, don't, we, don't, we don't feel comfortable being stretched or outside of our comfort zone. We're not comfortable with being uncomfortable. But when we step into that place, and your only posture is like you are totally reliant on the Holy Spirit. That's when you see God work That's right. and move massively and do and and he'll and and he is doing and has done far greater things than we could have ever imagined. And that's when you know it's the Lord. That's right. So we got people here, perhaps you know. So maybe you're I'm, I'm a bookkeeper. I'm the business manager. I run facilities. I, I'm the I'm the DRE. I'm the head of evangelization discipleship. Whatever it is, whatever my role is uh, on a parish staff or team. What God wants to do right now, and then perhaps you can offer a practical takeaway. I love this idea. He wants to help us understand, no, 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 no. We don't just happen to have offices in the same building. We don't just have jobs here. God has set us apart for the work of ministry to accomplish his desire, which is to get his children back. Right. All of them, right? Set apart. Scripture says they laid hands on them, Hmm. right? Paul and Barnabas. And then he sent them. Right. Right. I mean, that's... And then I imagine Paul and Barnabas are going, what What the heck do we do now? Like nobody had ever done this, right? Like, where are we going? What are we doing? We have no idea. Right. Which is, right. A, for just, us, you know, we, we keep trying to share this with people over and over again. To live that way in utmost dependency on the Lord is so exhilarating. It's freeing. Yeah. It's not to be chaotic. It's not to be like, well, I don't know what we're going to do this week or next month. Um, but it is to give all the initiative back to God and to let him lead. And as we read scripture, we see that right. over and over right. again. 
Right. Yeah. It's not willy nilly. It's just an intentional turning over. It's an, you know what it is, you know, Archbishop Sample talked about this and we talk about this all the time. It's a total surrender. That's right. It's a total surrendering of, of all of who we are and what God wants to do. And, and maybe something practical to do is to take that passage to pray together as a team, you know, the pastor and the team and just go before the blessed sacrament and hear the Lord Call each of you by name. Put your names in, you know, in in the passage. Experience uh, receiving hands being laid on you, mm. and hear yourself being sent. And maybe, maybe coming out of that prayer, or maybe even going into the prayers. Do I actually believe this about myself? Do I believe God has a call in my life that He has set this 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 team at this parish apart? for a greater plan, for a greater purpose. Yeah, again, the passage is Acts 13, and it's verses 1 to 5. And, you know, even as you're saying that, Mary, Mm -hmm. you know, the laying Mm -hmm. out of hands, you know, we talk often about the communion of saints and Mm -hmm. the veil being so thin between us and those who've gone before us. I I can just picture Saul and Barnabas and all the other heroes in uh, the first 28 chapters of Acts, right? Mm -hmm. We're in the 29th chapter. They're interceding for us. And it's almost like, as you said, that I could see Paul and Barnabas just hand the baton. Mm, that's a beautiful To image. each of us. Yeah. Like, it's your turn to run now. That's right. Right? We that's ran. Right. Now it's your time. And be great. Yep. As and they were great. And this is true whether you work in a parish or you don't. I mean, this is true for, you know, for husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, families. single people. Right. doesn't matter. Like, every single one of us right now has a major starring role in this drama that God is weaving. And that's not to say, like, I'm in it for glory or I'm in it for me. It's just that there are no bit players. That's right. In this history. Which is his story, which he's yeah. being, uh, which he's is being written even now, right? Right, Father John, would you share? Would you share with everybody? Um, um, there is, um, there's, um, there's an excerpt in the lot in the latter part of a book that were that we just published called uh, the Christian Cosmic Narrative, and as we were, uh, we shared this with the folks yeah. at AP, and I found it to be such a moving excerpt in my mind this is like a closing exhortation or a daily exhortation for all of us yeah i love this it was so moving would you would you share that so here it is in the high stakes drama all around us we have each been given a part to play one that bears our name and no one else's we each have the mercy of god to receive a self to put to death a kingdom to gain a battle to fight, and spiritual enemies to slay, comrades to aid, and rebels to win over. The ancient battle rages all around us, and the adventure we were born for beckons. Gosh, Father John, even as you read that again and share that again, it's like that there's an anointing on those words, and it it rouses us to greatness, doesn't it? Absolutely. So take this to heart. Pray with Acts 13. Let's just ask the Lord, help us to dream big. Help us to not think too small about what you're doing and want to do in and through me. Because God is a big God and he has no limits to what he can and wants to do. Mm. And he makes, as uh, we love, uh, Friend of ours is often saying, and as she's quoting uh, some of the um, some of the African American spirituals, God makes a way out of no mm. way. 
even when things look impossible. That's right. God makes a way. So don't limit him by our smallness and our small imagination. God is all powerful, all loving, all merciful, and beyond anything we can ever comprehend. So in the meantime, because this is all true and you don't just happen to be alive right now, remember God is with you. So do not be afraid because you were born for this. Mm 